Hello, family and friends. I'm honored today again for day three with Claire and Chris Miley, and they're from the Evansville area, and they're going to share their church contact information at the end here. But so glad to have you guys with us. Father, we just thank you for your presence here. Speak through us today, Father. Everything of you and nothing of us, and we choose to be a bright light in this dark world. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Well, Claire, we were talking offline, you and Chris and I, about how you know, you knew the answer, but we all still have to choose, right? So maybe we can start out with that to where just because you know something doesn't mean you're going to make a decision to do it. So maybe we can start out with that. Um, so I knew, like I said in the past, I prayed for six months, you know, prior to me leaving him. So I knew what the answer was. So while I was on the couch praying, he would be in the bathroom talking to himself or to the devil because he didn't grow up in that. So he didn't know, you know, the answer fully. He had had a glimpse of the answer, but he didn't fully know the answer, whereas I did. But it's a decision I had to make, a very tough decision I had to make to give my life to the Lord and to follow that. It's an everyday decision. Every day you you get up and you choose who you're going to serve. You're either serving light or you're serving dark. It's one or the other yeah. in every decision of every day that you make. You want to put anything in? About incarceration. Because I've been incarcerated. And a lot of the guys in there are like, well, you're just a Bible thumper because you're incarcerated or you're doing this because you're scared of real truth, reality. You're doing this, blah, blah. I didn't know I was doing it, but I know if I was doing it, I was not in trouble. I wasn't out doing bad things. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's, yeah, I kept my nose in the Bible and I read. But at the same time, when I was reading, those verses was being distilled into my mind. Yeah. So when I did get out of prison, I brought the word out with me. Because a lot of people leave leave it in there. Mm -hmm. You know, they're coming out, they don't need it, they can do it on their own. Brought the word out with me. I probably read it for about a month or two. Well, he's doing good. I had a stable home. And I decided to quit reading. And that's where I was like, well, I can do this by myself. Mm-hmm. No, I can't do it by myself. Because yep. if I do it by myself, myself will get me into destruction. Yep. And that's what had happened. You know, we talked earlier also about the value of listening to God and getting into the church under the pastor. And maybe you guys can share because I and how you guys got busy with God too. Because sometimes people think I got to serve God forever before I can do anything. No, He's He's waiting for somebody that's going to be obedient. Yeah. And might talk about a little about your ministry. Well, starting out, we were all or nothing. Like we dove in head first. We joined every class we possibly could. You know. We were ready to gain knowledge and wisdom before we went out to serve and to help others. Because we were so new into this, and even though I grew up in it, I didn't ever pay attention. So I really didn't know much besides just what I saw through my family and through my mom. So we were fairly new to everything. So we just dove into all the classes that they had. We would take them. If we ever had a question about anything, our pastor was more than willing to answer them and answer them in a timely manner. So 
we had been getting the inkling to start a small group since small groups were coming up and you know the devil wants to say you're not prepared for this you can't do this and tell you everything that's not true about yourself so I was hesitant for a couple months before I finally you know said I I'm going to obey the devil's not going to keep me from this and prayed about it and we got the title and started a small group so we started a small group on praise and worship because praise and worship means a lot to us music has saved us several times even when we were in the dark there was music that saved us and specifically Chris introduced a song to me a week before I left him and in it there was this little nine-year-old girl and she rapped a verse in her dad's song and she was talking about her mom her mom is an addict still is an addict as far as I know and had never been there for her and she said that she was looking at her mom like she was the villain and that struck me so hard I thought my kids will never look at me like I'm a villain and that was honestly like the last straw drawn that gave me that final push to leave him mm-hmm. was because yes he meant a lot to me but my kids were not going to look at me like I was a villain and the longer I let this go on the more that is the way they were looking at me yeah and so whenever we got in our church and our praise and worship it's it's like a concert every Sunday so of course we loved it because music is a big influence. So that's why, obviously, our first small group would be praise and worship. Amen. Why not? And praise and worship, we've even learned through teaching this class, we've learned a lot about it yeah. and how important praise and worship is, you know, in your walk. And even if you're in the dark still, turn on a praise and worship song and just yeah. see what it can, you know. It, see, it, yeah, it, it might give you, it. yeah, it could give you hope, just the music you listen to, you know? You don't have to let yeah. anyone else know you're doing it. Put it in your earbuds, and, you know, you can do it on your own. Well, you know, praise and worship, you know, what I found, too, it really allows you to test yourself and where you are. Oh, yeah. Because mm-hmm. if you can't raise your hands, then maybe your heart's not quite where mm-hmm. it needs to be yet. If you can't hit your knees when God says hit your knees, maybe you're not really where you need to be yet because it, it just shows the condition of your heart. And the other day at church, I, I mentioned to our people that I watched my 90-year-old friend, Reverend Wayne Miller, go to be with Jesus. But up to the very end, he lay, raised his hands and praised the Most High God. And he couldn't hardly hold his arms mm-hmm. up even, right? But you know, I think if somebody that's 90 with no strength can do that, how about us that yeah. are younger? And to worship the one that died on that cross at Calvary for us. And so, you know, it, it really goes off in my spirit too, like praise and worship. You know, for those of you out there today, maybe maybe you're having a hard time. I just encourage you to, to hit your knees and praise the Lord because yeah. he's on your side. Because you still woke up. He's not mad at you. Nope. He's not mad at you. You you haven't disappointed him. You know, he's not going to scorn you when you come back to him. He's waiting for you. Yeah. He not only knows love, he is love. And he wants to, I I think about in jail so many times, you know, in prison ministries, witnessing those men. God is standing there with his arms wide open. He, he He wants you to come running, running to him. Because he's the only answer in life. And it doesn't matter if it's drugs. And sometimes we look down. I so admire you guys for coming in. Because we, we, in the natural side, we can look down on people on drugs. It's no different than any other sin. No. 
It kills, steals, and destroys like any other sin does. Mm-hmm. And so I'm so thankful for you guys and, you know, and sharing your testimonies. And I know there's people out there that they're going to going to come to Jesus because you guys be willing to share and in your ministry and um, it's been a blessing hopefully I can get you guys to come back sometime down the road and let us know a bit more about your journey it's been a blessing I love having guests on my podcast and I feel very honored to have you guys and if maybe if you would close us out in prayer I'd appreciate it all right dear heavenly father we just thank you for today we thank you for the blessings that you store upon us we thank you for letting this testimony reach out to somebody and getting a hold of us, Lord Father, and we just thank you for it all in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Now, Claire, if you would share how that people would reach you if they want to contact you, please. Okay. There is a website. It's hopecityevv.com. And then also you could call the office at 812-422-1902 and just let them know that you're trying to get in contact with us and someone can get a hold of us and give you your information. Amen. Thank you guys so much for coming on to be with me in the podcast. Look forward to doing it again down the road. I do want to say thank you. My heart, I felt like I want to say thank you to your pastor mm-hmm. and thank you to your church for loving on you guys. You know, and God has a family. He got He has us to be plugged into the family, the church that he wants us to yeah. be. And I just want to personally say thank you to your church and to your pastor for loving on you guys mm-hmm. and uh, and helping you. So praise God for your church people. Well, folks, it's been an honor and we're so glad to have you with us today. And you can contact our ministry at 812-449-8147 or at celebratejesusministry at gmail.com. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.